Well, dear family, we're continuing on the series in Psalm 37. Actually, we're ending it today, the meditation series, Psalm 37. We'll be looking at verses 39 and 40. I'd like to read from verses 37 through 40, through, through the end. Hear the word of God. Mark the blameless man and observe the upright, for the future of that man is peace. But the transgressors shall be destroyed together, the future of the wicked shall be cut off. But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. And the Lord shall help them and deliver them. He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. Father in heaven, we come before you. Open our eyes, we pray. May we come to your table with a joyful and reverent heart. We ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week, we were looking at uh, the, the previous two verses, 37, 38. And it said to mark the blameless man. And if you remember, to mark there meant pay attention, hang around those kind of people, watch them, you know, you're going to learn from them. So we're to mark the blameless man, the blameless person, we're to mark uh, those who are righteous in Christ and walking in righteousness. The person who fears the Lord, in other words. And to see that their future is peace. That will be their end. They know it even uh, by God's grace in this life. But as we have seen all through this psalm, it goes back and forth all through this psalm, the contrast between the righteous and the wicked. And it's a very stark contrast. The wicked uh, are those, or those who uh, reject God. They reject his law. Uh, they will not have it. They will be destroyed. And it's used different words to say that. They will be cut off. They will be scattered. Many words like that. Psalm 92 praises our mighty king in this way. You, Lord, are on high forever. For behold, your enemies, O Lord, for behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity iniquity shall be scattered. Same thing. They'll be cut off. They'll be destroyed. And the final two verses of this psalm that we're focusing on just for a few minutes here, uh, on the contrast between, it's the contrast between, again, the enemies of God, or it's about the enemies of God, and the contrast with the people of God. Verse 39 says, But the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is their strength in the time of trouble. We sang that just before this, that he is our strength. The salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. He is our deliverer. We are not our own deliverers. We cannot do that. The state is not our deliverer. We cannot save ourselves. Certainly the state is a poor savior. The Lord laughs at them as they cast off his righteous law and deny the reigning king. Our king is sovereign. He has all strength. And he has all strength for us in our time of trouble. Now, we are tempted. We might uh, sometimes uh, turn to ourselves and our own supposed strength. Uh, Hopefully only for a brief time when we do that. But our strength is in the Lord. He is our refuge and he is our strength. He is very present help in trouble. And the final verse here of this precious song is a promise that we must cling to. Actually, we must cling to all his promises, but cling to this one, especially when we are tempted by our own weak flesh and certainly tempted by the world and its systems, which is incessant in trying to get us to believe and follow them. And again, also by uh, the enemy and his demons. So cling to this promise and the Lord shall help them and deliver them. 
He shall deliver them from the wicked and save them because they trust in him. And of course, he enables us to come before him in faith. But we must continue to do so. Last week, I shared this promise from Isaiah 26.3. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So we are saved, brothers and sisters, by faith and by trusting in the Lord our King. And when your mind is fixed on him, you will have a future of peace. You will have a mind of peace, as verse 37 told us. Isaiah 41.10. If somebody asked me, what is your life verse, this is probably it. Uh, maybe one of them anyway. Isaiah 41.10. Cling to this promise. Fear not, for I am with you. In other words, the I am is with you. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. So rejoice. You have someone upholding you. You have someone who has all strength and might, no matter what you're facing. As long as you recognize, I don't have strength for this, Lord God. Rejoice in his promises, which give us strength. Don't rely on your own, brothers and sisters. And so, as we come to the table, we come in humility, and we come in joy, of course, to receive grace. This is a means of grace that he's given us, that we must acknowledge, we must acknowledge that we need grace to be in the battle, following our victorious king. And dear family, how great is his love for us? How great is it? And how great is our calling to be in his family to be in his army, and how great is our need for grace to live this out. Let's pray. Dear Father in heaven, we do rejoice that you have saved us by the work of our Lord Jesus for us on the cross. And you have lavished your grace on us through him. And Lord, we delight that we have been invited to commune with you and be strengthened by your grace as we come in faith, which is a gift from you. And we come in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.